What's up, what's up, what's up, what's up, what's up, y'all? Hey, welcome to another edition of the Coach Vaughn Podcast. I am Coach Vaughn, a.k.a. Vaughn DiCarlo. Or do I say it the other way? I always forget how I say it. Do I say Vaughn DiCarlo, a.k.a. Coach Vaughn, or Coach Vaughn, a.k.a. Vaughn DiCarlo? It doesn't matter. I'm the same person, and I'm the host of this wonderful new podcast that you guys have been tuning into, and I love you for it. Um, Either way, whatever you go by, um, whatever you want to call me, whatever I go by in your head, Coach Vaughn or Vaughn DiCarlo, whatever it is, it doesn't matter. Either way, Coach Vaughn is on. Let's get into it. Let me just preface everything I'm about to say in this episode with, y'all ain't going to stress me out. I'm just going to let you know right now, I'm getting all my neck shaking together um, right from jump because I know how some of my more faithful uh, followers are who's been around for a long time, even prior to this podcast, like to uh, follow every little word that I say and all my little predictions. And you guys kind of love it when I'm right, but you really love it when I'm wrong. So I'm prefacing this entire episode with y'all ain't going to stress me out. Um, Yes, I do see what's going on with the Cleveland Cavaliers. (laughs) Um, And you know what? So it's early. It is still early. Um, Just like King James himself said, it's a little too early to panic. But there are definitely some uh, issues, to say the least. Some adjustments that need to be, you know, needs to be made. Um, And I know I, I was the main one on the front line yelling and screaming Kyrie needs the king the king does not need Kyrie but as it looks right now (laughs) wow humble pie hand me a a couple slices of that humble pie over there it's looking delicious you know add that to the Thanksgiving dinner you know beans green tomato pam pam hogs mogs (laughs) and uh humble pie <laughs> Slice it up and give it to me. But you know what? Like I said, um, I'm I'm standing in line with the king here. It's too early to panic. But it, it they look messy as hell. Oh my god, they are currently at uh four and six. Yeah. Four and six. <sighs> it's but so what? You know, it's it's they just started. We knew it was gonna be some some adjustments that needed to be made, some chemistry stuff happening, you know, the, (laughs) all right, I'm reaching a little bit, but I'm still stating facts, all right, I just, I just want y'all to know I'm still stating facts amongst this humble pie I'm tasting, look, they lost to Atlanta, Um, that was the last loss uh, that I'm looking at while I'm, you know, doing this podcast today, and, um, the the end of the game was a super hot mess but what i really really thoroughly enjoyed was even when lebron james loses he will still sun you up like if you just (laughs) watch the end of the games he loves sunning everybody up he gives that uh when he hugs the other team the players on the other team as you know they're exiting or whatnot that end of the game goodbye stuff that the players do he will sun you up in a loss he'll hug you and pat you on your head oh like he did Kyrie in that game the was it the first game 
when they both like LeBron sunned them up and did the head pat and then Kyrie head patted them back and they just it got really awkward because they kept both trying to head pat each other to death and it's like who's gonna be the son here I'm not your son uh you're my kid Kyrie no you're not dad no you're not I left home dad I have my own apartment now okay and I'm handling all my bills you see what I'm doing over here dad I'm killing it dad I'm killing it uh well that's real good son I'm glad you're doing good you know taught you everything you know uh uh a win is win a loss is a loss it's handled like a man head pat <laughs> oh I I have to say that I thoroughly enjoy that um but yeah, the Cavs got some issues and they stem from the point guard position if you ask my little humble pie opinion. Yeah, I knew like all right, so we're waiting it out for Isaiah Thomas to come back, right? Everybody is on board with that the idea that when Isaiah comes back and he's fully healthy and he gets back into rhythm that it's going to be a different team like right away. Um Derrick Rose has been questionable for years. Like, when was the last time Derrick Rose was the Derrick Rose um, that we once knew? Like, even when he was with the Knicks, it was like, uh, I can't be excited that Derrick Rose is here. Is he going to play more than, like, the first five games? Like, it seems like he never gets through the first few games of any season. You know, he's injury prone. He's had a lot of issues. And uh, it's sad because Derrick Rose is such an amazing player, an amazing point guard. Um, But, you know, he's not, he's not what the Cavs need. He's, it wasn't what the Knicks need. He's not what anyone needs. Uh, God bless him. I want him to uh, live life and do well. But, you know, he even knows he's not at his full potential of what he really is and it's like almost it's hard watching an amazing player not be able to perform at their full ability not because of um not wanting to or not trying but just because they they physically cannot you know and it's it's sad but it is what it is and look we got to win some games here and we we're throwing lebron james in as point guard you know, and, and, you know, to bench JR or to not bench JR, like flip a coin at this point, right? He started, you know, the past couple of days, but there was that situation where at first he was coming off the bench for D Wade and, you know, then D Wade was like, okay, I'll, I'm messing up the chemistry here. Let me, you let me come off the, let JR start or whatever. Um, which, Damn, that must be a blow because J.R. Smith definitely earned his spot as a starter. I'm I'm definitely in agreement with him starting, but I also see he's he's that amazing he's an amazing spark off the bench. He won six man of the year for a reason. So um but that was years ago and he's definitely matured. Uh <clears throat> hand me hand me a slice of that pie again. Thank you. Uh, yeah, he's matured, um, choke on the pie, um, as much as JR can, like, I'm, I'm super down team Swish, you guys know that, uh, that goes way back, um, when him and Carmelo was on the Nuggets, like, when, I'm always team Knicks, but 
my West Coast team, you know, I always try to pick a, a favorite in the West as well or, you know, whatever. And um, I really did enjoy Carmelo and the Nuggets um, when they were all they – they would get pretty far in the playoffs and, and whatnot. They were doing their thing. And then when um, there was the NBA lockout and then JR was in China – and then the lockout was over, and he came swishing into the Knicks. I was high. That first game that J.R. Smith played, I was like, yo. He was doing that flying. He's, I, didn't, I don't really think he does that anymore. But he, you know, did that flying, you know, those hand movements like he's flying like a bird. Like, team swish all day. Um, he definitely earned his starter position. And, you know, it's all about team play and winning games. But at the end of the day, this is a business for these guys. So, you know, a starter is technically, if you're thinking in terms of business, um, more valuable than, you know, an off-the-bench player. So you want to make sure you keep your value up. You don't want to go backwards. You know, if I'm J.R. Smith, I want to be a starter because I've earned that position. Yeah, I'm a great spark off the bench. Yeah, I was sixth man of the year. But how many years ago was that? Right? So I get that. But I also get why they wanted to give that a shot. So now J.R. Smith is back starting. Um, and, you know, the Cavs have, have a lot of issues that are not J.R. Smith. Okay, um, or the king, you know, LeBron James dropped 57. I know y'all know that. That was like headlining news. Um, there's, you know, world war and, and Trump news. And then there's LeBron James <laughs> dropping 57 on the Wizards. Um, it seems as if maybe if LeBron James can you know, have 57 points and what was it, 11 rebounds and something like that. Uh, I, I don't have the stats in front of me, but he, he had amazing numbers that night other than just scoring. So if he can, you know, do that every single night um, for the rest of his life, I guess, then, you know, the Cavs will be fine. <laughs> God, y'all, what? Oh, God. And Look, it is what it is. I, I'm not going to panic. I'm not going to backtrack. The king is still the king, though. You know, he still is proving his ground. But right now, it's looking a whole lot like the king needs Kyrie more than Kyrie needs the king. There, I said it. I said it. Fine. I said it. But mark my words, okay? We're, we're going to swing back around to this later in the season. And I'm going to remind you that, yes, I took a bite of that humble pie and I admitted that in this moment. However, I am also saying it is too early to panic. And if anyone knows how to get a team together, it is LeBron James. Yes, it is. So, you know, I, I'll chew on this pie a little bit and take a little, little beans, greens, tomatoes, hams, hogs, and mogs with it. Um, Thanksgiving is coming up. You know, I don't know what you guys are doing for Thanksgiving. I am from Pittsburgh. I'm going home, not the week of Thanksgiving, but the week prior. I'm very excited. I haven't been home in a while. I haven't told my mom yet. Um, I want to surprise her and my sister. So here's going to, this is going to be a big 
big clue to me if they support my podcast because if they listen to my podcast they're gonna know I'm coming home <laughs> if they don't and I'm able to surprise them then I'm gonna say surprise and by the way why don't y'all support my career I'm gonna black out and then they're gonna be like hey I'll go back to New York <laughs> but no I um I haven't been home in years I'm really excited about it and um, um it's the week before Thanksgiving I don't I'm not going to be able to celebrate Thanksgiving with my family. I'm actually, um, on the 24th, I'm going to be opening up for Keith Robinson at the Valley Forge Casino. Um, I'm really excited about that. Um, so I have to come back and I have other spots in the city and stuff. So I'll be working. I'm actually going to be, um, going up in Pittsburgh somewhere, a small room somewhere. I, I reached out, um, to some connects out there. Uh, shout out to Judah Freelander who gave me some names in Pittsburgh to reach out to to try and get up while I'm out there uh, when I have the information you know you guys just follow me on Instagram and Twitter I post where I'm gonna be all the time I'm um, not to do plugs in the middle of the show but I was um, saying all that to say um, Thanksgiving I, I'm I'm not gonna be home and um, what was my point? What was I? What was I going with? Oh, my mom and my sister supporting my podcast. Yeah. So if they if they're listening, they're gonna, you know, text me and be like, "Hey, you're coming home." If not, I'm gonna know, and I'm gonna say, "Hey, why don't you support me? I need a good team. I'm not LeBron James. I can't create you." <laughs> oh boy, Pittsburgh doesn't have a, a basketball team. So that's why I, um, being from the steel town, you know, it's a a huge sports town. Sports are very important where I'm from. Excuse me, taking a sip of this water. Um, the very big sports fanatics where I'm from, um, football is a big deal. Uh, you have to be a Steelers fan by law where I'm from, or, or you could get into big trouble. I think the jail time for not being a Steelers fan is a life imprisonment with the possibility of never getting paroled and and maybe the electric chair. <laughs> like sports is serious business where I'm from, but basketball has always been my thing. And I, I don't think Pittsburgh had a professional basketball team way, 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 way back when. Um, but like even before I knew what basketball was. Um so being that there's no basketball like pro team in Pittsburgh, I choose the Knicks as my team because I love New York. I've I've been I'm technically a New Yorker at this point. I've been in living in New York for a long time. Um almost 20 years at this point. So the Knicks will always be my team and they're looking Here's what's not going to happen with um me and what's going on with the Knicks right now cuz they're looking pretty good. They're not looking that bad and I know I, I, I've been saying this whole time like I'm not doing any Knicks predi- predictions this season the Knicks are a mute point you're not going to get me caught up in in the okie doke with the with the Knicks this season and I'm sticking to that for sure because here's what's happening they're looking pretty good uh Kristaps Porzingis KP6 is looking amazing right now like yo he 
he's been doing everything on the floor and he's been putting up some monster dunks too like not only is he he's doing his thing on the floor but he's being entertaining about it as well which is very important nobody wants to watch boring basketball like do something exciting especially if you're a Knicks fan because realistically you know if they get into the playoffs if they place and 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 uh who was it michael beasley did he say that yeah we're gonna place and we're gonna be like a seventh or eighth seed he said something ridiculous and i was just like okay what do they put in their water when they join the the next team um but yeah i I, I, just be entertaining like play hard i just want to see the knicks play hard and I'm not going to fall for the Okie Dog. Like, they, they beat the Cavs, which was awkward. It was so awkward. It was so awkward for me. Because I'm team both teams, really. Like, Knicks will always be my team. But I'm realistic about uh, how far they can actually go. You know, there's it's, it's been years I've been like, team Knicks all day, all night. Um, I love New York. Let's go Knicks. Knicks take all the way. Once a Nick, always a Nick. And, um, you know, I'll always love Mello, JR, all those guys. You know, we don't have to name the whole freaking team that's out there living life and doing better than what they were in New York. Um, but it was just awkward. Like, this whole season so far is so awkward for me. Because um, I like being right, but sometimes, you know, I, Coach Vaughn is going to be off, especially lately. You know, and the Knicks are not going to trick me into, you know, they when they do well and then they tank. You know what I mean? It's like how the third quarter of Doom would be with the Knicks, right? It's like, oh, they be killing it for those two quarters. Then the third quarter of Doom come and it's like, oh, here we go. So it's like, yeah, they're winning. They're, they're having some good games and then and then blow out you know so i'm i'm not going to get wrapped up into the okie doke with the knicks i'm just going to stay calm and say look as long as you are playing uh an entertaining game kp6 thank you as long as you are playing a, a very entertaining game i'm with you um yeah so we'll see how that goes but it's just it's awkward for me right now because uh, hand me a slice of that humble pie again. Um, and let me let me take a bite before I say this. Um, I'm used to being very, very, very much on point with all of my predictions and being able to read the games and read the players and read everything that's going on in the NBA and just be able to pow, 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 pow. And people are like, oh, my God, Coach Vaughn is always right sometimes. But see what's happening right now. Not only is the Cavs having a very awkward opening, uh, and the Knicks are all, everything is awkward for me. Like, and I think it's me. It's my energy. My sometimes is getting uh, more dominant than my always right part of the always right sometimes, and I don't like it. So I, I gave a, a lot of thought as to why, and here's what's going on. I'm a little off right now because you know. I'm going through a huge transition. My daughter, you know, I'm going through empty nest syndrome. My daughter graduated high school and and I moved her to California. She's starting her life there and doing her thing, college and, you know, starting her acting career and all that stuff. I'm very proud of her, but 
the reality is this is a huge transition to be going through. Plus, not only did I move her all the way to California, I moved myself into the city from Jersey, and I am out here pounding these comedy streets full time. And I've been hitting these comedy streets full times for a couple years now, moving into almost three years. I, I don't know, I have to check the date. I'm, I'm not one of those, this is my comedy anniversary people because I, I kind of dipped in and out of comedy for so many years, but officially doing it full time with full focus. Um, and now, you know, the, the past couple of years with that, and now with my daughter being gone, I'm going through a huge transition. And what I have noticed is I have less time to get, dedicate to watching all of the games. So <clears throat> my predictions can might be a little off for a little while as I get into a new rhythm. Um, I'm doing really well out here um, and I'm loving, you know, my, my progress in my building on my stand-up comedy and I wouldn't trade it for the world. Um, but you know, I used to be home every Friday for a Friday night Knicks. You know, I used to be able to predict within, you know, a, a, a really good accuracy what would happen just by watching the players in warm-ups. And, you know, I would be able to tell you every suit that Clyde had on. Excuse me. Excuse me, I burped. <laughs> that humble pie is, you know, welling up in the in a deep part of my soul. <laughs> but the reality is I'm not around as much to watch the games. And yes, I have all the apps. I could watch it on the go, blah, blah, blah. But I also have to focus on my comedy guys, right? You know, I prioritize these, these things. You know, nobody's claiming to be a sports journalist around here. I'm a fan um, that just likes talking mess. But what's killing me right now is that... Uh, like I said, my sometimes of the always right is, is more dominant. But we're going to get it together. I'm going to get into a, a, a rhythm of being able to not just catch the highlights, but catch the full games, the warm-ups, the halftime shows, the, the post-game shows, the pre-game shows, the highlights, everything. Everything, you know, and I'm going to catch up to uh, being right more often. Now, let me just also say this. Don't sleep on me. Because I'm catching enough to know what's going on. I'm catching enough to know what's going on. But I may be a little off. <laughs> so listen to me, but don't listen to me. Um, don't put your money. Don't put... Mm, I don't want to say that. Because this is still early in the season. I'm going through my transition. The Cleveland Cavaliers are going through their uh, transition. Uh, we're all, I'm going to get it together with LeBron and the Cavs. All right, we're all gonna come up together. And, you know, by Christmas, you know, let's say by Christmas, the Christmas games, you know, that's that's usually my favorite part of Christmas is sitting, you know, down and watching all of the games all day. But if I'm booked somewhere, you know, <laughs> if there's actually a Christmas show that I'm booked on, let me tell you something, I won't be watching the games. You know, prioritize, prioritize, but, Let's just say by Christmas, me and the Cavs will be more in sync than what we are now with um, what we are doing in our lives in terms of uh, basketball and, and, and getting our rhythm together. 
So that's what I have to say about that. So I don't want you guys harassing me and getting on my damn nerves. Like, hey, Coach Vaughn, la-di-da, you were wrong about Kyrie. You just wait for it, okay? You wait for it. Because like I said at the top of this show, okay, if anybody can pull a team together, it's LeBron James. Don't sleep on the king. Do not sleep on the king, all right? And don't sleep on me. I'm out here doing my thing. I am a comedic athlete in my head. You know what I'm saying? I, I discipline myself the way an athlete disciplines himself to his craft. So I have no choice but to be great. You know, when I get off stage, I'm going to walk up to other comics and pat them on the head. <laughs> Even if I bomb, all right? If I, if I kill or if I bomb or somewhere in between, I'm going to get off stage. And when they reach out to shake my hand or dap me up or pound me, I'm just going to hug them. I'm going to give them that man hug and I'm going to pat them on the head and sun them up. <laughs> All right. So no, I'm not going to do that. Uh, I'm asking for it if I do that, especially if I do that to somebody, you know, uh, uh, a mentor or, or a veteran in the game, like a, a Keith Robinson, of course, who, like I said, I'll be opening up for, who has uh, been a great support for me along the way. And other people, too. Like, I, I had a great weekend. Um, I, I went up to um, this brewery show in Connecticut uh, with Sherrod Smalls and James Goff, who was a guest, my first guest on Coach Vaughn Podcast, and a good friend of mine who helped me, you know, understand a lot of the ins and outs to beginning to produce this podcast. But Sherrod Smalls, you know, is family to me as well, you know, as Keith and all the guys you know um and it 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 is very intimidating to perform in front of uh certain people and I, I had a great weekend i felt like i had a a really good set the audience was great the um the 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 brewery show the brewery that we went to if you follow me on instagram you saw me in the stories they gave us a tour um before we um started the show and there were like 9,000 gallon uh, fermenters I kept calling them beer tubes but there were like these 9,000 gallons of beer like just all it was huge this is a beautiful place and um, you know what I, I, I want to shout them out and and um, say their name say their name um, because it, it was it they treated us really really nice uh gave us some some hoodies and t-shirt gear and it was just a good time it was a good show it made me let me tell you that made me I'm glad I'm going home soon um to visit because go, doing this show this past weekend on Saturday made me so homesick you guys oh my god it made me so homesick it was just the industrial environment the people everything about this spot in Connecticut made me super duper 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 homesick I was like oh my god I'm so glad I'm going home soon um because I couldn't be more homesick 
than what I was. And I had such a great time. And um, I, I'm, I'm going to hope to perform there again at some point um, when and if they have me back. Um, but it was, a, it was a fun time. You know, shout out to Ryan, who produces the show, at, at comics, and um, Mohegan Sun, and all these brewery shows that he's doing. Uh, he hosted it, and all of that jazz. And it, it was just, like I said, it was just a super duper fun time. And I was very grateful that, you know, Sherrod and James took me up there with them. Um, Sherrod got me, you know, up on the show and, and James as well, you know, spoke very highly and and all that jazz. And it's it's just good to have comedy family. You know what I'm saying? That that look out for you. And, but there's no there's no freebies in those stage time, guys. Don't get it twisted ever. Um you got to, you know, get you earn earn your spot no matter where it is and get your respect and and I I really appreciate, you know, being able to go up on on these shows and and you know, being able to open for Keith and all these things because I'm definitely putting in the work and I'm enjoying my progress as a stand-up comedian and it's it's really all I got to be honest. It's it's everything um to me. And I, I'm not going to trade it for anything in the world, including basketball. Uh, the place is called Two Roads uh, Brewing. Shout out to Two Roads Brewing and um, Ryan Broth and, and, and comics and, and everything that he's doing and producing these shows. It was fun time, really fun time. Um, but yeah, I went and trade stand-up comedy for anything in the world, guys, including basketball. <laughs> circling back to the point I was making with my long-winded ass. I, I I have fun and I love basketball. I love doing this podcast, of course. But at the end of the day, you know, you got to handle your business. But mark my words, all right? I'm going to get into a rhythm where I'm going to be able to catch more games that I, than what I did these past couple of weeks since the season has started. I'm not totally out of the loop, but... I swear, you guys, I used to be able to watch almost every single game because um, I was just at home at night more than I am now out here doing comedy full time. Um, I'm I'm learning to love myself and my life and, and my independence and, and being alone uh, more than ever. Um, this empty nest syndrome and, and still being single after six years, uh, it's hand me that humble pie again. Uh, thank you. Yeah. Ah, I think I finished the whole pie. (laughs) It's the end of the episode. And I, I think I finished the entire humble pie. Um, but I'm an honest person. I'm, I'm always keep it real with you guys. And, I I hope that you continue on this journey with me with the podcast and and comedy and everything that I'm doing. Uh make sure you guys listen uh, listen you have to um tweet me, Instagram me, whatever you want to do. I need to know what day of the week you guys think is best for me to do the live show on Station Head. I have a station on the new app Station Head. And if you go to my website, CoachVon.com or CoachVonPodcast.com, you'll see the link. Um, 
joint station head and tell me what day of the week is good i'm trying to get a gauge on what day of the week i should do the live um show and have call-ins and have you guys call in and chat it up with me trying to figure out what day of the week what time of day is best for that uh don't have a lot of followers over there yet i'm trying to build up um, a following over there so make sure you guys are joining i believe if you use the um invite code coach vaughn um you'll go right to my uh, station. So hit me up on social media. Let me know that you're listening. Uh, let me know what day of the week you think would be good for me to start the live aspect of this show and take call-ins. And we'll keep it popping, keep it going from there. Uh, make sure you're listening on iTunes, Stitcher, the Misfits Network, SoundCloud, um, my website, com. Uh, and laughable love being on the the app laughable and if I'm somewhere and I don't know about it let me know that too guys let me know where you're listening Uh, I can only grow with you I can't grow alone you know I could just stand and talk in the mirror by myself all day Um, but it's better to do it this way through a microphone and you listen and give me feedback so we can grow together had a fun time talking and uh, being real with you today. Um, the pie was delicious. I'm looking forward to going home in a couple weeks. I'll let you know on the next episode or um, the next few episodes what happened with my mom and my sister, if I was able to surprise them or not. Um, and if they're supporting the Coach Vaughn podcast, um, if they don't, it's okay. It's cool. You're here. You're here. And that's what counts. So, um, yeah, keep up with me on social media at Von Carlo. Always use the hashtag Coach Vaughn or Coach Vaughn Podcast. And I'll see you um, chatted up with you next week. Coach Vaughn out.